Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is... Hugs and Misses. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Hugs and Misses, where in this case, we're not necessarily talking about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that did not. Rather, uh, we're getting spooky. Are we not, Alex? Boo! Oh, you got me. I scare you. You got me. Yes. Good. (laughs) Welcome to Fright Night. You seen that? That movie? Fright Night? Yeah. I haven't. That's a good one. It's a good one. The old one, not the new one. The new one's kind of weird, but <laughs> the, the old one's really good. Old one's really good. So, uh, how's your how's your spooktober going? Oh, really good. Really good. I've been a part of two murder mystery dinners already. Neither of which I was invited to. Well, yeah. You say that like... Like, I should know, duh, Ian. I mean, <laughs> one was a bunch of people who you didn't know, and then the other one was in Colorado. I would have really have liked to be a part of your one with the family. <laughs> would have really enjoyed that. Next year. Next year. But okay. no, it was great. My wife got to be the murderer for one, and I was the murderer for the other. So oh, it was yeah, that's really... Right. That's why you bought that fake gun. Yeah, so the in the in you got little letters in the mail, and they're like, hey, here's your character sheet, and... At the end, they're like, hey, so you're going to escape at the end? So if you want to buy a fake gun and kind of use that to add to the dramatics, I'm like, 100% I am going oh, yeah. out and buying oh, yeah. a fake gun. If you, yeah, if you need anyone to be dramatic, just ask Alex or I, and we will make your <laughs> we will make your event dinner, uh, like, and your themed party incredible. We'll yeah. do it. We'll go... We'll go balls to the walls, and you don't even need to pay us. Yeah, no. If you just want two random-ass people to show up to your party and just make people concerned for your safety we can do that just just give us some hors d'oeuvres and we'll be set ah there were these meatballs at one of them yeah so good oh and they were like (laughs) you know like what 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 are the meat and cheese plates called the real fancy french things yeah no i i I could ask cass she knows exactly what they're called but yeah those were there that's good as well they should be for a fancy murder mystery party but other than that i've just been watching all the all the spooky movies same getting real creeped Same. out we should watch one tonight you and i okay let's let's do it let's do it okay so, but for now we got to get into this uh the 40th episode of hugs and misses which also happens to uh fall upon this most auspicious of weeks which is halloween week um halloween's in a couple days and it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna be uh, a saturday night which it doesn't usually fall on correct it's going to be dude this is the thing i'm all for I'm all for that law that just makes Halloween the last Friday or the last Saturday in the month of October. Why are we still living like we're in the 1800s? Just make Halloween what you just said, like the last... I mean, if we're not going to make it a national holiday, which fine, if some of you don't want to do that... Is it not? No. No, well, I mean, it's not... No, well, technically, it's a nationally recognized holiday, but it's not a national holiday in that people don't get off work, like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff, or even Martin Luther King Day. Which is horrible. It is. And so, if we're not going to do that, then I think, personally, we should just move it to the last Saturday in October. 100%. But that, you know, whatever. What what have you. Anyway, so not (laughs) only is it going to be Saturday, but it's going to be, I think, a full moon. I have heard that, yes. And... And it's going to be daylight savings, which means we get an extra hour of Spooktober. Extra trick-or-treating time. <laughs> yeah, because, like, anyone trick-or-treats past 6 o'clock these days. Plus, like, is anyone going to be trick-or-treating because of what's... Right. <laughs> what's what's going on? I was going to say, this is 
this is uh this is your version <coughs> of trick-or-treating now is uh we have all these spooky stories yes to so share. hopefully you enjoy uh but yeah this is going to be somewhat of a special episode and i know every week we share horror dating stories situations in which you would not like to imagine yourselves in uh because they <laughs> they're scary awkward uh or what have you but in this case we're looking we're trying to look towards the more morose macabre and potentially supernatural supernatural can i just like can i just like express my frustration for a second yeah no please that's i mean if if anything that's what this is for (laughs) (laughs) so and i i scour the internet here we go yeah this is yep i was gonna if i if you weren't gonna if you weren't gonna get angry about this i was so i don't know if you guys have used the internet recently i have and (laughs) it is just a it's a mess and i wanted to find people who date ghosts to share with you all so first of all yeah and you can understand where that would be unpleasant for me because of the term ghosting has become so popular over the years so yeah we ran into two we ran into two large barriers to try and find these stories to you one was we can't just look for dating ghost stories because that just takes us to what to ghosting ghosting which is now a term for how do you know he's ghosting you what to do if she ghosts you yeah. How so to you, ghost someone. You That's yourself, not what I'm looking for. You find yourself on page 18 of the Google search and you're like, I'm done. I'm done. And then you try to look up scary dating stories or even spooky dating stories mm-hmm. or horror dating stories. And all it brings up is, well, stories that we've already told. So, <laughs> I mean, stories that I just, we tell every single week on the show. You guys, my search history is so extensive and specific not in like an ashamed way, but in like, a, I didn't think I'd have to work this hard for it kind of way. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I had to type in like, my real relationship with a supernatural ghost, or I dated a real vampire. Like, I don't know. I just didn't think it would have to be this hard. Well, but, you did. Well, you did fantastic. But we've I got, found some for you, and I'm so yes. excited to share. We've them. got we've got several stories for you here, folks, and we're going to try to get through them so we can hear them all. But yeah, we'll do it. With that, Alex, why don't you go ahead and get us started off, my friend? Everyone, I hope you find these stories a spooky or at the very least disturbing. So, if you recall from the last episode, I mentioned uh, a very a very fun story that's very close to my heart about a woman who married a very old pirate ghost <laughs> and then later divorced him yes and i didn't really uh i didn't reach out to this woman because i i don't know what i would really say to her because i think i'd just be like i don't know what's that thing where you're like so surprised by actually meeting a celebrity uh flabbergasted uh surreal uh starstruck S- starstruck i would be starstruck <laughs> But uh, it's you. You're the one the tabloids wrote about. You're so beautiful. But uh, I found several articles about her, and I just uh, I copied a bunch of the information from uh, various sources. Uh, most of them, the biggest one, I just want to give credit where it's due. Uh, her. Oh, I deleted it. <laughs> you Never mind. Ignorant fool. <laughs> Every single other t- pulled up except hers. Anyway. So this is the story of Amanda Teague, who was meditating one day for the first time, and she says that she met the ghost of a 300-year-old Haitian pirate. She thought he was rude to interrupt her solitude, so she told him to leave. Then he showed up again. The third time he visited Teague of Belfast, she said she decided to talk with him. 
After she communicated with the ghost for several months, Teague said she became convinced he was Jack Teague, who was later claimed had inspired the character of Captain Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm. So, if you can imagine, a very uh, charming, uh, drunk, and uh, Johnny Depp-like figure, which uh, I totally understand her falling in love with that, you know, I get uh-huh. it. Yeah, no, I mean, such is life. Such as one does. Teague said, when she and Jack married in international waters, a medium spoke for Jack to give his consent to the marriage, and the officiant filed the legal paperwork with Northern Ireland. What the actual hell? Yeah, so they had, like, two different marriage ceremonies, because she was, like, I think she still had some, like, Christian values, so they had a more traditional wedding, but then they also had a a pagan wedding for Jack. Oh, bless her. Well, thanks for being open to that. But they had to do it on open water. Of course. Uh, Man, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, continue. Uh, her journey of spiritual discovery led her, she said, to marry Jack in July of 2016 on a boat in the Atlantic Ocean in a ceremony officiated by a self-described shaman. Uh, she then added Teague to her last name. I'm so going to find out how I can become a shaman and have that like put on my titles. Apparently, it can just be self-described. On oh. Yeah, apparently I would self-describe yeah, myself I, as a shaman. <laughs> get a find, get away on my driver's license. Now here's where things start to kind of go downhill for Teague here. Oh yeah, uh, just just I mean, right now, I mean, yeah. So because everything's been up on the up and up so far. Look, she's she found the love of her life. Whatever, she's happy. She got married. She's doing great. Some people marry, you know, amusement park rides and there's, cars. So. You can you can do a lot worse than. You know, six hundred year old Haitian pirates. You know what? Damn right, damn right. You know, to to right you because right. you can do a lot worse, honestly. And sometimes, and even if you don't believe in ghosts, like you can do a lot worse than marrying nobody in some cases <laughs> because sometimes nobody would be better than the person you married. Not speaking from personal experience, just saying. <laughs> Continuing on, since Teague forty six went public in January two thousand eighteen with her marriage to Jack and later their separation. International news outlets have expressed bewilderment at her choice of spouse. Quote, Wife of ghost pirate bears her soul over breakup, blared Scottish newspaper The National. You didn't say it right. Wife of ghost pirate bears her soul over breakup. Good job. That's awesome. Well done. Uh, <laughs> uh, Orlando Television quotes, Love is dead. Woman divorces 300-year-old pirate ghost husband. <laughs> Oh, oh good. Good he's, title. He's 300 years old, not 600. My apologies. Love is dead. Love is dead, says Orlando Television. She's from Belfast, right? Mm-hmm. That reminds me, I, I've been watching Animaniacs again, and there's this one episode where where uh, Wacko dies, mm-hmm. and he's taken by the Grim Reaper. They're like, Wacko, what's wrong? And, you know, he's got kind of like the the Beatles, almost, almost Ir- Irish oh, sure. accent, right? Oh, sure. Um, but they're like, what's death like? He's like, oh, pretty boring. I've already hummed all the songs I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just reminds me of this so much. <laughs> well, what, what else do you do? Uh, yeah, she, she goes into more detail about her, like, actual relationship, but I guess it's just, uh, she basically just says that, you know, you go and visit places and you have relations and pretty much the same way that you would have with any other person. You just... So does she, does she talk to him? Like, okay, first off, like, oh, yeah. like in public places, do, do they set the table for two or does she order another meal for them or? I don't know if she orders other meals, but she definitely, like 
appears to be with another person. Okay. But uh so she's so she's so she's pretty committed, obviously. I mean Absolutely. Absolutely. She's getting married to it, but she's pretty committed to the whether you want to call it performance or whether you want to call it the the relationship. Mm-hmm. So how did this all come to a uh end? Uh let's see here. Uh the Daily Mirror publicized the deposi- the deposition of Teague and said that she had needed to get rid of Jack. Teague told the post she knows people call her crazy. She's aware some speculate that she's schizophrenic, but she said people around the world put their faith in seemingly unlikely stories every day. It's true. You, like I said, you, like like I said last time, I won't. <laughs> yep. I so, won't say she's wrong. <laughs> so here's where she starts again to the breakup. Two weeks after she married Jack, Teague said she encountered serious health problems and became convinced her husband was causing her ailments. Teague said she asked Jack to leave. Yeah, because he wants you to join him. <laughs> I just feel like this would both work if we were on the same plane. plane. (laughs) Uh, Teague said she asked Jack to leave, but he told her he would kill her if she tried to escape him. She cut ties with Jack anyway, and in December went through a soul extraction, which is similar to a uh, exorcism, performed by a self-described shaman. I would speculate that it was the same guy who married them. <laughs> I don't know if there's a whole lot of self-described shamans running around Ireland, but that's just a guess. Dude, but no, there, sh- there shouldn't be any more shamans, because St. Patrick ran all the snakes out. Those were, uh, were those shamans? Yeah, they were uh, pagans. That's what it, I, at least that's what I'm, I, that's what I've taken it to mean, is St. Patrick driving all the snakes out of Ireland, the snakes being pagans, but. If all three of our, uh, Ireland listening fans could write in and let us know more about that, that'd be great. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, so eventually Teague said Jack left and her health dramatically improved. Oh, uh, and, uh, <laughs> if you're interested in learning more, Teague memorialized her relationship in a book titled A New Attitude. And she also wrote A Life You Will Remember, a novel about a woman named Amanda who encounters Jack Sparrow sleeping in Belfast's Victoria Square. Okay. Transported from the past. Both those are terrible names for a book. She missed out on excellent puns that could... I mean, the the freaking Orlando article had a better, had a better <laughs> title for their news article than she did for her book. Mm. Love is Dead? That's awesome. That's fantastic. That's metal. That is that is metal, absolutely. And this is this is this is this is anarchy. Come on, come up with a better name for your ghost pirate book, right? Whom you married? Whom you married? Yeah. So that's the that's the story of her, and uh, I just think that's a fantastic thing, and that's a uh, you know something to bring up at your next Thanksgiving dinner, since that's uh, right around the corner. Thank you, thank you, Alex, for that story. You're welcome. Hope everyone enjoyed that one. We move on to a story found on your tango, whatever the hell that is. Um, this one is called I Dated a Real-Life Vampire. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently this person was minding their own beeswax, reading a magazine on the subway, when they noticed teenage girls staring at them. They whispered to each other, giggled, and pointed. Finally, I caught my reflection in a window and figured out the case of the hubaloo. Uh, the... Robert Pattinson, the vampire dude from Twilight, was on the cover of my Vanity Fair. What's the big whoop? Sure, Pattinson is lovely in James Dean knock in a James Dean knockoff way, but because of him, legions of adult women and their daughters are fantasize about what uh, what wh- what the hell does that word say? Anyway, boys flying down from the skies to fang them in the craw. <laughs> in the what? In the craw. I'm pretty sure. I hope that's a neck. Will you please look up what craw means? I'm now I'm saying it more. C R A W. Oh man. 
Is that what that? Yeah, please. I'm uh, the stomach of a person or animal. Okay, cool. Okay, interesting. Let it be known, unless that's. Wait, did you find that on? Look it up on Urban Dictionary. Oh, I don't dare. Okay, you have to. You have to because that's that's the that's the use. That's, that's the usage. That's like the. Okay. You have to. I did. I am. What is it? The crop of an insect or a bird, the stomach of an animal. Craw. Stuck in my craw, like stuck in my stomach. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Why would people want vampires to... Okay, well, this this person says, maybe the thing, maybe the vampire thing doesn't do it for me because I have trouble getting turned on by scenarios that could never happen. Or maybe it's because I actually dated a vampire. (laughs) Okay. Those two statements contradict each other. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. <clears throat> I even was darkly handsome. Eastern European I met in Spain. As a doorman at Madrid's skeeziest dive bar, he was first in long line of dumb choices for romance I made whilst under the Iberian moon. Wow. <laughs> this is intense. This is already better than the book. Dude, when I read that line for the first part, I was like, okay, I'm saving this. If not for the podcast, just for my own personal <laughs> reading. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> Okay, I had no solid proof that Ivan was a vampire, though there were tel- there were telltale signs. His hometown was right next to Transylvania. He slept all day in a room with curtains drawn and only lived his night in the- he only lived his life in the night. He liked meat cooked so rare it could have sung show tunes before he ate it, and he pronounced "I want" like "I want." <laughs> Let's say, I want. I want to suck your blood. Eerie, eh? Yeah. Yes. You come here. You come to Ivan. He will give you good times. But the strongest evidence of Ivan's vampireness was how possessive he was, how his affections invaded my very soul, how determined he became to drain the very life out of me and make his make me his forever. He needed to see me all the time, needed to pick me at every se- pick at every seam of my psyche, needed to share all of his demons with me. Ivan was an energy sucker, a soul sucker, and a blood sucker. Well, I wonder if that's figurative. Figurative, yeah. Because, I mean, does she, is it actually blood? Okay, whatever. Um, let's see. Ivan also had a secret life, which, like the dweeb in Twilight, he knew he would put me in danger if it should be revealed. And so our love could never truly be. You know what? This is every girl's fantasy, and she doesn't seem to be very appreciative of it. <laughs> she seems to be quite the. She seems to be quite the stooge. She's the one percent of people who didn't want this. Yeah, she's like, you're sexy and you're mysterious, disgusting. You you don't know what you want. None <laughs> of you know what you want. Uh, anyway, that can be kind of misogynistic or whatever. But uh, screw me, right? I assume the whole forbidden love malarkey is what gets chicks all diggity about this latest vampire tale. You know what's romantic and sexy? Falling madly in love with someone and having a chance to be with them constantly, battling obstacles. Um, like werewolves? Battling obstacles? <laughs> werewolves? Okay, now she's buying into it. Uh, or mafias. <laughs> what? This was Ivan's secret. He was in the friggin' mob. <laughs> <laughs> 
What I, more do you want? I found out what he got a call in the middle of the night and left to do, quote unquote, a job that required brass knuckles and a crowbar. He sort of admitted his mafia ties when other irrefutable evidence presented itself. And I was the numbskull who stuck around for a while to enjoy the thrill of it all. Yeah, you are a numbskull because you're bitching about all this. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, he's not a vampire. He's not mysterious. He's a cold blooded killer. Ew. <laughs> I want more. No, you don't. Oh, go my home. Goodness. Okay, so he's. I lingered in Ivan's world of intense, <laughs> of intense ardor and danger because I wanted to become more alive. With him, I got a tour. I got a tour of my own depths. Saw how fiery my feelings are. How impassioned my soul can get. Okay. Ivan led me to my own dark places, but they were mine to discover, and I haven't left them since. I certainly wouldn't recommend. Anyone going to look for ma- a mafia boyfriend in order to self-actualize? Eh. Self-actualize. I can't say it. I am. I am. I am laughing. Okay. Actualize. <laughs> How do you say that? Self-actualize. Yeah. Self-actualize. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I just had to look at the word. Now you got it. But I do. Po- but I do pose a dare to tell all these Twilight fans: go a little deeper. Maybe put down the book and step into the theater. Gut-wrenching passion, spine-tingling eroticism, and soul-stirring intimacy don't have to be consigned to fantasy. You don't need to. You don't need a vampire to make your blood hot. You just need a little courage. Okay, so let me let me. First of all, um, pretty pretty creepy. Obviously, it's from Transylvania Eastern. Eastern uh, European, uh, I want to suck your blood in the night, uh, and very mysterious. Oh, kind of funny. That's funny in and of itself. Let me tell you something, though, ladies. You don't need to go find someone who you're afraid is going to kill you or kiss you. I mean, that's <laughs> if if that gets you if that if that gets your rocks off, then sure. You know what? Go right ahead. But I would <laughs> no. We don't condone that. If I might lend a machete to your intellectual thicket. Uh, maybe just go with somebody who makes you feel good. <laughs> you know, instead of wanting to date a guy who's either a vampire in the mob, might I suggest rock climbing? Yeah, or, or kayaking. <laughs> That's a thrill. It's a lot of fun, you know? Um, but and I there's guess still that you, small chance of death. If you need to have a, a, a felon be your, be your significant other, then by all means, um, try to find that mysterious vampire. And just maybe... Just maybe you might find out a little bit about yourself. <laughs> so thanks for that story. Oh, sure. Yeah, if you're being secretive about your vampire relationship, you need to spread that around the internet more so I can read about it. Because apparently trying to find people who date real vampires is a lot harder than I thought. Just add that to the thing of, you know, stuff I can't find on the internet that's supposed to be easily <laughs> accessible to me. <laughs> Never. It's never, it's never that accessible. Tell the, do the, do the, um, yeah, do the supernatural gotcha. dating one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you <laughs> this ready? One, this one's good, folks. This one isn't so much a story as a, I would say, an exposure. I'm just going to go ahead and assume if you listen to this podcast that, you know, maybe you're a little different if you enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And if anything, what this next story will kind of tell you is it kind of has a lot more to do with what we do on the podcast than any of these other stories. So. Precisely. It's a great tie-in. So I'm just going to give a little introduction about the the man who created this and made this all possible for you to have access to. His name is the amazing Kreskin. That's that's what he's legally changed it to. With a C or a K? With a K. Okay. Kreskin. He's a legendary mentalist who has been touring the world for decades now. 
amazing people with his mind. And now he has made a supernatural dating society website where, quote, enthusiasts of the paranormal, the unexplained, the mystical, the implausible can go to find love, end quote. Now, I know what you're thinking. Where am I supposed to find a man who is also a ghost or a vampire or a werewolf or maybe just believes in those things like I do? Well, let me tell you, honey, this is the website for you. And it's amazing. What's the website? Uh, it is called. Let me find it here. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> By the Supernatural way. Dating Society. Dot com. Yes. Or .org. Or SupernaturalDating.com. SupernaturalDating.com. Mm-hmm. This is for reference. Yeah, no, sure. Uh, a doorway is about to swing open. It welcomes you to join a very unique group of men and women who, in many instances, have secretly maintained an ongoing interest in anything that defies conventional explanation. And I really mean anything. So, uh, there was a couple of questions exchanged back and forth between the creator and this interviewee, and I just went through them and I found some of the more interesting things that he talked about. And uh, one of the questions that was posed was uh, if ghosts can use the website or not. And uh, it's a great question. His answer is very simple. Uh, he says, I will put it this way. If I find out and can have clear proof that ghosts use this site, I promise a headline in every well, newspaper in the Western world. What? Yeah. The first one I clicked on was porn. Yeah. Don't do that one. You want to see it? No. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, um, So, yeah, this is basically a place for uh, you to meet your significant other that is also, you know, maybe on a different plane of existence. That's cool. Is this the Cosmo article you're reading? Mm hmm. Wow. That's interesting. It's a Cosmo article. That is very that is very interesting. You've sold out my one secret. Well, I mean, we should tell where we we're getting this stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is yeah. being, he is being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she asks a lot of different questions. Uh you know, it talks about like uh and like what people should do when uh they meet each other if there are any like bad connections. Uh-huh. And he talks about, like, uh, you know, maybe an astrology date would be a good idea to begin with because, you know, you want to make sure that your stars are aligned Ugh. and you want to make sure that your signs are compatible. Yeah, I guess. Because if you don't do that, we all know what happens. <laughs> what happens, Ian? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's something bad. It's <laughs> something bad. Right? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I don't know what I... What is the, that meme that it's like girls will crash their car and be like, oh, sorry, it's because I'm an asparagus. <laughs> it's because I'm an asparagus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, if you don't line up your astrology right, then, you know, bad things will happen. Of course. And of course. Gonna... I'm pretty sure every other dating site on the in the world has everyone's astrology signs. So what makes... I mean, come on. Let's 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 get in a little deeper here. What what else sets them apart? Apart from what? Who? The the dating website. If they're just going to connect people based on their astrological signs, oh, no, anyone no, no. can freaking do that. That's uh that's just a suggestion for a first date. Oh, of course. To make sure you're compatible. Okay, of course. Yeah. The thing that really sets this apart is that you can like search out uh ghosts. Oh, good. And you know, 
maybe some other supernatural creatures that might not, uh, you know, maybe they're not ready to meet in person, but online is a more safer environment. I am a denizen of the night. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you, Alex. That sounds like a great resource for some of our listeners on here. So Yeah, so if you need, like, the advice of an 80-year-old man who just invented a website on a win. I don't even know if this website exists anymore. <laughs> yeah, see, when I tried to find it, I You might up... accidentally find porn instead, yeah, and I, I apologize I need to turn for on that. my safe safe search. <laughs> I think I think it was more of like, hey, you know what? This is a story. <laughs> Here we go. Here's supernatural dating, but it looks like it's just like a it looks like it's just a website for him, the amazing Kreskin. Yeah, he's like, just hire me. Yeah, it's just like yeah, supernatural me. dating trademarked. Uh it, it, it's <laughs> literally you go to like the home and it's all just like it's all about him. It's like, look at me. He's like, it's it's here's the thing it's just about he's like everyone on the website <laughs> like you email in and he's like i gotta respond to these people you sound really he just catfishes everyone because <laughs> he pretends to be a person no it's better this way if we stay secret <laughs> we'll always have the internet oh my gosh that's funny I oh just, man i just never thought of it as like you know a possibility to search out you know, like a genuine, someone would go to the trouble of making a website where you can genuinely seek out people oh, of yeah. that taste. But, uh, you know, here we are. Yeah. Okay. Living in 2020. Oh, love the world. Love it. Okay. Once ready? you find a ghost, though. Ready for the next, yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> ready for the next story? I'm ready. So this says, man says he's been dating a ghost for two years, but fears she's cheating on him now. <laughs> well, damn it. <laughs> It's a worry for us all, brother. I'll tell you what. Whether you, whether on this plane or the next, trustworthy girls, trustworthy partners, hard to find, my friend. I don't know if that's a real picture for the article of him, but can you just briefly describe what we're looking at right so now? So what we're looking at is a gentleman who appears to be... This was from 2020, so, I mean, he's wearing a mask probably because it's COVID. But either they posed this picture to make fun of this gentleman, or this is actually him. And he appears to be in a Star Wars caricature shirt with a really pathetic man bun. He's slightly balding. He looks to be a little, uh, probably late 20s, early 30s. Late 20s, yeah. Um, And what appears to be, he's pointing, he's got his arm around something. And he's pointing to it. So either she he's sitting in what looks to be a luxury chair. So either she's standing there next to him or she's sitting on the arm of a chair, neither of which looks to be very comfortable. And it's just his arm in the open air. <laughs> pointing to nothing. <laughs> to nothing. Um, okay. So, okay. Gary, Gary DeNoia, uh, who has been in a committed relationship with Lisa for two years, says he is now facing problems in, the, in his relationship amid the lockdown. Of course. Of course. Oh, we get to bring COVID into this, too. what relationship hasn't been strained? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Supernatural or not. Exactly. He's he's convinced that his relationship is on the rocks due to fears that his ghostly girlfriend is cheating on him. Gary explained how at the beginning of the lockdown, he and the paranormal spirit had lots of passionate, uh, well, relations and had more time together than ever. Um, he even gave intimate details and said, it's like your whole body's anyway. And since, (laughs) and since Lisa is a spirit, she's much more flexible. (laughs) Cause she's got no bones. No, no bones. 
cool, Gary. Sounds awesome, bro. Uh, if we could all have just a ghostly waifu. Uh, but he laments how things have changed now and concerned that she's out seducing other men. He told the Daily Star this past month that she's out all the time, never tells me where she's going, just says she's going out with friends, quote unquote. She could be anywhere with anyone. And I've always felt insecure in our relationship. But lately, it's just been worse. I'm worried that she's cheating on me. She says I'm being paranoid. I mean, I'm not crazy, am I? It just doesn't make any sense. I can understand wanting some space, but something just feels off. <laughs> Dude, this has to be this has to be a, a satirical site. Is it? Yeah, I was gonna say this is starting to sound like the Onion. Anyway, this is funny, regardless, because man, I tell you what, we we've all gone through the, Gary Denoya. Gary Gary Denoya. Is there is there a is there a, a, pun, pun, in a pun in there I'm not getting? No, I don't think so. Anyway, whether this is real or not, that's super funny. Uh, and for anyone who's worried about their ghost or not significant other going out and uh, potentially seducing other individuals, uh, maybe maybe sit down and have a talk about that. And maybe if it's making you insecure and that person makes you insecure, then maybe it's time to end the relationship and find somebody else. Thanks for calling. Can you um, imagine being the news article guy for this? No, no, and no, no. He's no. like, whether you, my were- ghost girlfriend says she's going out on cheating me, or I, I asked my girlfriend if she's cheating on me, who's a ghost, and she says that I'm being paranoid and crazy. You don't think I'm crazy, do you? And the guy's just sitting there with his like pen and recorder, and he's like, no, man, she sounds, she sounds suspicious. <laughs> uh, she sounds sus. <laughs> well, you know, good for. Th- Guys, guys and gals, look out. <laughs> Be careful. COVID's pushing all sorts of buttons for everybody. Maybe have a seance. Have a, have a little chat. Heart to heart. <laughs> Alex, what's wrong? <laughs> it's, I just... I feel like the demon that seduced me is out there seducing other people. Oh, Alex, she's a succubus. That's just what she does. <laughs> you can't expect to tie a demon down. <laughs> they jump from person to person. <laughs> They're leeches. Literally. <laughs> she literally crawled out of hell. <laughs> Dude, your girlfriend's a demon succubus from hell. Don't say that, Ian. But I love her. You've <laughs> known her for a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Next uh, Next story, Alex. Next. All right. This one is... Uh, so... Is this one a Reddit post? What's this one? Yeah, it's a Reddit post. Okay. And it's just... Uh, I don't know. If you have a weaker stomach, you know. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Um, Probably about, I would say, five minutes. Sure. Sure. It's just something that I don't know if everyone's going to be super into. Uh, Well, I don't think... (laughs) Here, prefacing prefacing again. Prefacing. uh, God, I can't talk today. (laughs) I'm saying that with the heaviest of sarcasm. No one should enjoy this. Yes, prefacing again. This will be disturbing. No one will enjoy this, most likely. So... If you have a weaker stomach, skip ahead five minutes. If not, uh, feel free to enjoy the hell that is about to ensue for the next few minutes with this lovely story. So I have a new boyfriend. Yay! <clears throat> Good for you. And we have been seeing each other for about a month now. Anyway, the other night, we had a Twilight Marathon. I love Twilight. Well, good for you. Is this my wife? <laughs> I and sure I, as hell hope not because of what's about to happen. And a dream of mine is to have my very own vampire boyfriend. I've been experimenting with eating my own blood 
cool. Ever since the Twilight books first came out, I consider myself to be a vampire now. I, uh... I mean, I'm a denizen of the darkness, per se. Yeah. So, I'll, uh... I don't self... I I don't think she self-harms or anything. She just says that she uh, collects blood from herself. Okay, so I think what you're trying to do, Alex, is try and make an inference here. Correct? I am neither confirming or denying anything. I'm just going to read the rest of this. Okay, go ahead and read the rest of this. (laughs) I decided that I would try and, quote, turn my new boyfriend. So I've been cooking my blood into his food when he comes over. I have tried making blood pudding as well, but that only works if I've had a lot of blood. So I usually just add a little bit of blood into the marinara or pasta sauce, etc., etc. He has absolutely no idea. And she's got like the the smiley fa- like the sideways smiley face with the tongue sticking out. Like bleh. Uh, I've been with doing a this W, so it looks like Fang, or like oh, it wouldn't be a W. Okay, it's the it P, the P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make uh, it look like Fangs. Put a sigma there. I've been doing this for about three to four weeks. Do you think he would be a vampire by now? And she just, Holy. she just threw this out for the internet to answer. Yeah. Okay, I'm very disturbed by this because of the inference one and two. This can't be real. This has to be someone pl- like pulling our leg. This has to be someone who is trolling. I mean, a lot of the comments say everyone calm down. She's she's just having fun. She's joking. But uh, you know, there's always that cringe of doubt in the back of your skull. Dude, like, there is though. It's People that little are voice. Freaking weird, man. It's that little voice that's going, "Hey, what if though, dude?" And you're just like, Ugh. absolutely, no kidding. <laughs> Do you want some of my blood? So I if you, you if you're already paranoid about, I don't know, your drink being spiked, or maybe your significant other is just a crappy cook, invite invite them over for your house to eat. Now you can <laughs> maybe now you do can throw this into the mix and try. worry about them putting their own blood in your sauce. Maybe get takeout or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe <laughs> maybe go to one of those grills where they cook the food in front of you. Yeah, go go to yeah yeah exactly. Go to a. Go to, yeah, go to a Japanese steakhouse or something and watch them make the onion volcano. It's my favorite thing. Do they, like, pop the food into your mouth from oh, the yeah, spatula? Oh, yeah, they shrimp. They do that at every place. That's it's, pretty uh, cool. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, what are those called? Takari? No, so there's tempanyaki, which is local, right? But hibachi. Hibachi, hibachi. grills. Hibachi grills. Yeah, go to a hibachi grill and don't let your girlfriend anywhere near it. <sighs> It's okay, it's Clamato juice. Get away from me! <laughs> if she pretends she's a vampire, you should pretend you're a vampire hunter and <laughs> threaten to, like, expose Ooh, her. Some Buffy action going on <laughs> yeah. there. Hey. Hey, yeah. Early seasons of, like, Angel and Buffy complicated romance. Ian, what are you doing? Back! Back hell spawn! <laughs> back to hell! And then just start... <laughs> you're always tired. You're always inside and pale and you never eat. You're a vampire. No, I'm just a college student. It's just COVID. <laughs> it's just the COVID. I think we could all consider ourselves vampires these days. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, anyway, I hope she was joking, but that is <laughs> quite terrifying. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. There was never any follow-up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, hardly any of these are going to be follow-up, right, considering that... I mean, these, that's these the selfish thing. people just throw this out of the internet, and they give us nothing else to work with. Here's the thing, yeah. Here's the thing, is that I'm pretty sure, like, 
every episode we have is a horror story because of the situations and awkwardness that you're put in. I mean, hell, some people... I cringe worse during some of these awful comedies than I do during actual scary movies. If anything, I'd rather be caught in a haunted house than I would be in some of these awkward social situations. Well, yeah, those are fun. (laughs) These date stories you people send us are just straight up uncomfortable. Absolutely. (laughs) You poor, poor people. I hope everyone's doing better. And that's the difference. If I'm in a haunted house, sure, I'm uncomfortable, but I paid for this. (laughs) (laughs) If you're into that, I guess. You know, whatever. Uh, if you're if you're into that, you know, I won't I won't kink shame you. I won't kink shame no one. No. Okay. If you date a ghost, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we would love to hear about it, and we won't make that much fun of you. Um, no, we'll just make you know a lot of Casper references and stuff. <laughs> Things of that nature. <laughs> We've been watching lots of spooky movies, and you know who's hot, Christina Ricci. Christina Ritchie. Yeah. Yes. I had a crush on her as a kid when she was Wednesday and then like started getting older. And then she was in like the new sleepy, not new. Holy hell. I mean, the sleepy hollow. I mean, comparatively. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, she is. No, no one's going to get hotter than Christina Ricci. Like, <laughs> the rest of my family's like, she's ugly. She's got a weird face. And I'm like, leave her alone. <laughs> She's the, she's the original goth GF. <laughs> she was like Wednesday Adams and everything, man. She's Yeah, how do you not And like as a kid, like my interest in goth chicks like definitely was enhanced by Wednesday <laughs> Adams. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. You don't get it. Um, okay, last one. This one's like this one is like one of those one sentence long ones so this person and i don't know if this is real this one actually seems to be the most disturbing mm-hmm. out of all of them because mm-hmm. it it sounds like it could be real so this guy works at a morgue okay and apparently he as he was going through the bodies i'm assuming much like you do with files at a morgue i'm not sure like as how one that does. works but apparently uh his ex-girlfriend's body got brought in um and oh. so he says that was a very weird experience. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's all he said. That's all he said. There, there was no explanation, which is kind of, I don't know if that makes me want to believe it more or if it, or if I'm like, oh, that's, that's bull crap because like, maybe he just can't talk about it because like, what else is there to say? Was it, was this a Reddit post? Yeah. This was another Reddit Did post. Did he like, were there like a lot of stuff going on in the comments or? Yeah. There, it was mostly puns. But he wasn't. <laughs> Like, she gave you the cold shoulder, question mark? Oh my gosh. (laughs) The internet is a disgraceful place. It is. So I hope it's (laughs) a joke. No sympathy. No, there's zero sympathy. So, but again, like, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty creepy. You know, that's pretty spooky. That's the most, yeah, if that's, like, all these other stories are like, yeah, this is probably BS, but that one sounds like the most plausible. Or like, even the most plausible, but like, the worst feeling. Yeah. You know, yeah, your boyfriend's in the mafia. You should probably get away from him. Yeah, this person's crazy and stating a ghost, potentially. Or, yeah, this person's making up a story about feeding her boyfriend blood. Uh-huh. But, like, this one, I don't know. I mean, that's... Tis, tis the season, my friend. T- Halloween's upon us! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the spooky season! It is. And so, you know, everyone out there, it's a celebration of... Those things we found, those things we find scary, those things we find macabre. But, uh, you know, I would wish that on anyone. No way. No, I don't even, I don't know. Are there like, 
I feel I I can only compare morgues to what I've seen from scary movies. Yeah, and, and like, they're always working by themselves. Yeah, like absolutely. it's a huge building. There's only ever one guy in the whole place. And for some reason, in the place you'd want the most light, there is there is no light whatsoever. <laughs> Let's put on these really weak, low hanging ceiling make lights. It, make it smell like chemicals and make it really cold. Yeah, and it's only one guy. So I um, I imagine there's got to be more than one guy. So I'd have to be like. Hey, man. I know her. I don't... I can't do this one. I'm going to need you right. to take over here. Right. I met, My uncle told me a story about he, he was in medical school, and he... Um, I think it was his great uncle or something, which wouldn't make him my great great uncle or something. But he had mm-hmm. donated his body to to the school. Oh and wow! Found him. Yeah, yeah. And he says that was weird, you know. So I can't imagine what it'd be like to have somebody who you you know loves or potentially intimate with, and, and he worked with that yeah. cadaver. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. So that's uh, you know another another spooky story. But we're about out of time here on hugs and misses. I hope Aww. everyone enjoyed. Our uh, Halloween special, some not just horror dating stories, but spooky dating stories. If you have a nightmare dating story, a good dating story, or even a spooky dating story, please feel free to contact us on any of the social media platforms we're on or email us at hugsandmrspodcast.gmail.com. That's hugsandmrspodcast at gmail.com spelled out. Okay. Uh, Alex, do you have any other uh, tidbits, uh, any other uh, well wishes to our... To our ghouls and gals out there? I just, uh... Yeah. You know, always, uh... Have garlic in your pocket. Thanks. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I ruined it last week, so there's just like no... Oh, coming. yeah, when you wished everyone a happy Halloween last week? A you can, you can wish You wish people Merry Christmas all, all month, right? So why not be, a happy Halloween all month? Be safe on the spooky season. <laughs> Me. And you know, this uh, this month is about being scared, not only because of the monsters, but because of the way we, we push ourselves. So do something this month that scares you, and maybe do it in a romantic way. And uh, maybe not date an Eastern European mobster. Yeah, you know, try to avoid the mob, try to avoid <laughs> vampire cultists, and uh, you know, as far as I know, ghosts are a one-way ticket to a very unhealthy relationship, so maybe avoid them, too. There, Yeah, I again, it. I have never been in a relationship with a ghost, but from everything I've heard, it doesn't end well. So, <laughs> you know, and you can take that one to the bank. Yep. And I've got one more message for you, Alex. What's up? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for joining us on Hugs and Miss It. Crap. <laughs> Dad, where do baby vampires come from? Well, son, when two vampires love each other very much, they do the mash? Yes, they do the monster mash.